This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast, show 18. Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary. Every day, it's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life and Money Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry St. Pierre. Today, I want to talk about five financial condition levels that you need to be aware of. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll be able to find where you are in these different categories. And I'm just going to lay them out for you, give you a little bit of a taste and example of each. And then later on in our, our future episodes, we're going to unpack these together and open them up. But today, I'm hoping you'll just get a good snapshot of, okay, where, what is my financial condition? And what are some of the characteristics of this financial condition? And then later on, we're going to say, okay, here's where we are. How do we go from level one to level two to level three, all the way up to level five, which is where we want to be? So with that said, let's jump right in. The first financial condition is financial condition number one, destruction. In this space, you are in excessive consumer debt. There's financial stress. Perhaps you're in collections. You're in a degree of financial bondage. You're spending more money than you're bringing in and you feel out of control in your financial situation. And I want to say that in this space, it, it doesn't really matter what your income level is. Now, a lot of folks, this is very low income level. Maybe, maybe you're impoverished, you're below the poverty line, but it doesn't matter the income level because you can have a higher income and still be in a situation due to poor money habits, right? And so think consumer debt, lots of consumer debt. You're, you're not using a budget. Maybe you're doing payday loans to kind of make ends meet. This is financial destruction, and I call it level one, which I'm hoping that we won't find ourselves in level one. I'm hoping we'll start off at level two, which is financial dependence, but a lot of times we digress into level one. Okay, so that's level one, financial destruction. Level two is financial dependence. Now, this is, I like to think of this as like when we maybe we're leaving the house with our, from our parents' care or we're still with our parents and we, you know, we're in that kind of space, but we can be in financial dependence our entire life, even with the job. So let's talk about financial dependence. You do not have enough money to meet your living needs. And so you require outside sources of income, okay? So again, this is your high school, junior high, elementary years, your baby, obviously, you can't take care of yourself. But even in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, it could be that you're still in financial dependence. And so, well, what do you mean by that, Jerry? Well, I'm glad you asked, right? So if you need an employer to give you money for labor, so that you can meet your needs, you're still financially dependent. If you're on government assistance, you're financially dependent. If you need government assistance to meet your living needs, then you're financially dependent. If you're uh, in need of moving in with your mom and dad or you're still living with your mom and dad, 
there's probably a degree of financial dependence there. If you if you don't have a lot of leftover financial uh, leftover money at the end of the month, again, financial dependence. So it doesn't it doesn't really matter what your income level is here. Is if you're if you're living more if you're spending more money than you're bringing in, and you're obligated to spend more money than you're bringing in, and you have to work, or if someone if there's an outside source of income that's necessary to meet your level of living, your standard of living, even if even if it's the most basic standard of living, your basic living needs. You're still financially dependent. Now, what a lot of folks would do at this stage is they'll borrow money and they'll pay it back over a long period of time. So uh, this might show up as car loans or payday loans or credit cards that you keep a payment on, meaning I couldn't afford to pay it all in full now, but I really want this item. And so we go buy that item, that fancy new truck, for example, and now we're obligated to pay that back over you know, three, four, five years, whatever it might be, we become obligated in our expenses, not only to meet our basic living needs, shelter, and basic transportation and food, but now more exuberant, luxurious lifestyle. So much so that we're dependent upon a job or credit or these fancy loans, these payday loans, these, you know, uh, financing your vehicle for X amount of years. We're dependent on these these credit uh, vehicles to support the lifestyle that we're living. And what we're doing is we're actually creating dependence in our own life where we need a job, we need other sources of income to help meet those needs. We don't have enough assets to, to live on our own. We can't just pay our own way. So we're financially dependent. And I will say on this that with the financial dependence, it's okay to be financially dependent for a season of life, right? I mean, I had to be that way. I, we're not born unless you're born with significant wealth, which most of us are not. It's it's okay to be dependent, but it's what we do in these dependency stages that will determine whether or not we leave dependence and go to independence, right? And eventually, we'll get there, and there's hope. So if you're in the dependence or the destruction stages, Subscribe to this podcast and the channel for on YouTube because we're going to start rolling out what to do with our head, heart, and hands to go from level one to level two all the way up to financial abundance. Okay, so be encouraged. Just just because you're independence doesn't mean just because you are in the dependence stage or category or classification doesn't mean you're stuck there. So that's financial dependence. You don't have enough money to meet your living needs, so you require outside income sources and resources, okay? So now the next one is financial flexibility. This one's a little more nuanced. You still need outside income sources to live, but at this point, you're able to save about 20% margin of your income, okay? So of all your expenses versus all your income, you're able to pocket, stash away, 20%. Now that's kind of ideal. 3%, 5%, okay, that's good. But to me, to get to 20% savings rate is is very important, okay? So, but you still need a job, right? You still need other sources of income to meet your needs, but you still you're able to save that 20%. And so you're able to build a cash reserve, you're able to start investing in assets. If you lost your job, you might be able to wait 
several weeks, months before you have to get another one, right? Because there's some flexibility. You're able to save 20% and with that 20%, you're building up a large emergency fund and you're beginning to invest. There's a little bit of wiggle room now. Now you kind of breathe. You see what I'm saying? So this flexibility in your in your financial situation. And the goal of the, the that margin, that flexibility is to eventually get to financial independence, which is category four of the of these different classifications and that's independence where I working a job is now optional for me right uh, we have enough personal income sources that we can live off of our assets and my net worth now is growing exponentially so there's like this net worth snowball where I'm getting I'm getting wealthier and wealthier by the minute by the day by the year but I still need to pay attention to my financial situation, my taxes, my W-2 if I choose to work. So, and, but I'm paying attention here. So this is where this is where I am, okay? And so as I was writing these out, it really does map out kind of my journey and how I've helped others that are friends of mine that, that I love and I just want to help them get where they want to be. And I'm kind of further along in the journey, you know? So I'm over here at the financial independence stage. It's a great stage to be. We just got back from a trip in Rome. It was it was great to be able to spend money on my kids, and I didn't I didn't I didn't exuberantly just waste money because I'm not a wasteful spender. But I will spend money on experiences, and I, I won't exactly track how much I'm spending. Uh, you know, but I don't make stupid decisions either, right? I'm not gonna go buy a Bugatti when that's just not a smart financial decision for me at this point, right? Even though we might be on vacation and see one. Yeah, I'm going to get that. No, I'm not going to do stupid stuff. But I did have the freedom and the independence to just go out and say, get whatever you want on the menu. And we, we had this one restaurant. It was so good. We, we all ordered a whole separate order of different stuff. And in a rack of desserts, we were so stuffed when we walked out of there. We racked up a bit. I didn't care. And then we did it again at a different restaurant. And then I wanted to get a guided tour of Rome. So we just paid for it. I wasn't exactly tracking my expenses. It was great to have that kind of flexibility. Now, none of that's like really grand, like exuberant spending, okay? But I didn't pay attention to it either because we're at this this independent stage, right? And so this is a great place to be. I remember the flexibility day, days. I began to breathe and not so much worry about money and I had some room to kind of pivot right and left. But now that we're at this stage of, of independence, it's a great place to be. And so we're going to dive more into this one. I really want you to dive into the financial independence one when I launch that one in a few weeks because I'm going to give you some insights that I've had along the journey and what it looks like to be where I am today. And so a lot of fun. And so the, the, the fifth condition, this fifth financial condition level is financial condition, what I call wealth abundance. Wealth abundance or financial abundance. And this is, as I was writing this out, the others came nice and easy. This one, because I'm not quite there yet, I'm still discovering it. So I'm going to kind of give you what, what my dream is, what it's going to be like to be there because I can kind of see it coming, okay? My goal is in another seven years, we'll have doubled our net worth or maybe, you know, what 1.5 exit, maybe 2 exit. And, you know, so we'll, we'll be multiplying millions at that point, okay? And I think there's when I'll be able to see clearly what financial abundance looks like. 
but I can kind of see it because I'm getting closer, right? So I want you to see it with me. So at this point, I feel like I'm going to be maximizing my time and my vision, okay? Uh, at this point, uh, I, I don't need to think about money per se. M- my lifestyle is is unlimited, not unrealistically unlimited, but I have an unlimited lifestyle. I can enjoy hyper generosity. I'm starting to think about my legacy, like what am I going to leave for my kids? How am I training my kids to handle this wealth? Should they inherit it? Like I was telling my wife, I said, and I haven't dialed this in yet, but I told her the other day, I said, I wonder if the conditions of my trust should be for them to inherit these, you know, millions of dollars that they have to first become a millionaire to get it. Meaning they have to go on the journey of being good stewards to even get what I would like to give to them. They have to demonstrate that they can handle it, right? And so, but then I go, well, maybe that's just too much. Maybe a half a million because what if what if we should scale it and make it a tiered deal? Because what if they are doing well? Man, if I had another 250000 I could move it here and really exponentially grow this thing and I could become wealthier more fast and more you know, more quickly in the journey and less time. So I'm still wrestling through what, what that's going to look like. But this is the leaving the legacy, the investing in my kids, investing in the community, investing in other people's lives. And, and I'm maximizing my time location, uh, my physical location, and my vision for life. I have this, this freedom to, to, to make a difference while I'm still alive, okay? So that's kind of where I'm at on the abundance. I'm still dialing that one in. I'm going to refine that some more as we produce these uh, individual uh, podcasts and videos on these different conditions. But it's important to know what your financial condition is because it's in the financial conditions that there are certain things we need to be doing and ways of thinking and certain aspects of our emotions and what's going on in our heart to get us from destruction to dependence, dependence to flexibility, flexibility to independence and an independence to abundance, right? So there's work that needs to be done in each of those spaces. And I'll tell you this, for me, as I've been through each of these journeys, it, it has required a mental shift in my perspective. And, and, I've, and I've, I've, I'm learning that I'm leaving the scarcity mindset to the abundance mindset. Now, you might hear that, that idea of scarcity mindset, but it's different when you're actually experiencing the pivots in your own mind and heart, right? I want you to think about what the next pivot needs to be in your life. And I'm doing the same for me. Like I've got to I've got to really dial in. Okay, I'm at financial independence. My mindset my mindset has shifted so much that I'm in a different mindset than a lot of people who are around me. And I have to be careful about that cuz I don't want to seem like I'm you know being verboseful or showing off or anything like that. I I can still relate. I've been there. My heart is to help help others too, but not everybody has made the pivot in their mindset to the next level. You see what I'm saying? So if you think about where your mindset is, where your heart set is, what you're doing with your hands, and as we unpack this over the next few weeks, and maybe even next couple of months as we open this up together, 
What does it look like to go from each of these financial conditions? So pay attention to where you are. I want you to know there's hope. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, Join the community. Go to our Facebook page and and put your comments there. Put your questions there about, hey, here's where I'm at. What are your thoughts? I'd like to see us build a community so we can all begin to go to the next financial condition up as we are on our journey to financial independence and doing work that we love. So until next time, this is Extraordinary. Every day, it's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Loved this episode of the Life and Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you.